Hey there, welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. Do you wish you could find a sustainable way to get healthy and not feel overwhelmed in the process? Do you find yourself up late at night scouring Pinterest for meal prep ideas and quick workouts? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel stressed out and disappointed when you fall back in your old habits, drive through the Chick-fil-A drive through for the second time this week, all while the fresh produce you just bought goes bad? Hey, I'm Rebecca. I too am a working mom of two littles and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. All my life I've struggled with trying to maintain a healthy weight and feel good in my skin. I could add yo-yo dieter to my resume. After I packed on 50 plus pounds with two pregnancies, I decided to change for good. I wanted to stop obsessing about food, stay consistent, and set a good healthy example for my kids. But I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the energy, or accountability to stay on track until I changed my mindset and created one healthy habit at a time. In this podcast, you will find simple, actionable steps so you can create a healthy lifestyle and get relief from the overwhelm. Spray that dry shampoo, grab your iced coffee, turn up the volume, and let's get healthy. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Miss Mom Health. Happy Monday. I am so grateful that you are here with me another week. We are kicking off this week, and I am going to give you guys pretty much a raw, real episode about what's on my heart right now. And I promise to always do that on this podcast, to be real with you, to share with you my journey and hope that it inspires you or helps you in some way to know that you're not alone, to know that this mom life has its moments and is very tricky, especially if you're on a health and weight loss journey. So in full transparency, the last, I would say, 60 days have been you know, not perfect with eating, not even close to perfect, and pounds started creeping on. Now, for context, I am five foot nothing, and I have not a lot of places for weight to go. So started seeing, started noticing like my pants are fitting a little tighter. Kind of, I'm not working out as hard as I was for sure since I injured my leg back with my um, half marathon training. I really haven't been con- super consistent with working out. It's kind of really been hit or miss. This spring season with kids sports has been a little bit more intense, and I've been trying to take advantage of a little bit more sleep. And I understand that this is a season, but for me, being five foot tall and some pounds creeping on is literally different clothing sizes. So you might be able to relate to that if you're petite like me, where, I don't know, five pounds is potentially a different pant size. So I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I got no pants to wear. (laughs) So I, you know, I'm, I'm giving you that just because I'm being real, being full transparency. Like I'm always focused on my health, but it's not always perfect. It's definitely has its moments where it becomes harder and harder to focus on certain things. And Sometimes these small habits become longer term things that just stack up on each other. Bad habits, just like good habits do. And although my health is a priority, I kind of saw myself spiraling a little bit, especially when it comes to, you know, being addicted to sugar and just uh, eating some things that maybe I wouldn't normally eat as much of and things like that. So what I attempt, what I've been attempting to do to get myself back on track, I have been doing a ton of research and reading and just listening to podcasts, audiobooks on intermittent fasting. And I have been on this podcast, I've mentioned that I've dabbled in intermittent fasting a little bit of the time, kind of poo-pooed it a little bit too, but something recently sparked in my mind when I was reading the book called Fast Like a Girl, um, and I just really honed into the fact that the doctor that wrote the book was speaking to women's hormones, 
And that's something that, you know, a lot of things that people are out there talking about and promoting aren't necessarily saying the differences between men and women. So knowing that a man is on the same hormonal journey every single day of 30 days and a woman is on a completely different world, basically, where their hormones are literally different levels every single day, that matters, right? Like being a woman matters. We are not men. We are different. And I'm kind of leaning into that more now than I ever have, especially, you know, as I'm over 40 and I really, it just kind of opened my eyes to say, you know what, I want to give this another try. I'm going to give this a full cycle, which would mean like you start day number one, the second you get your period, basically. And I've been following the 30-day plan. I am about two, seven, no, 18 days in, I think. And honestly, it's changed my mind about intermittent fasting in a very good way. So for me, I was doing it more of like a reset. Much like those episodes I did a couple, you know, the last couple of weeks about tools in your toolbox, I believe intermittent fasting to be a tool, right? And not maybe something you want to stay on complete long term, but maybe, you know, but just maybe not doing it the same every day. And that's what I'm leaning into. She really speaks to the fact that on different days of the month, you should be fasting at different times. You should not be doing the same thing the whole month and you should not be doing things to extremes, which again is something that I'm really trying to lean into and just take more care of more of my like hormonal essence. And what I'm finding out is is really surprising me. So I wanted to come on here and share that with you guys because, like I said, I have come on here before where I'm like, I can't not eat breakfast, and I, you know, it's just so hard. Intermittent fasting is not for me, and I don't want to say I've completely changed my mind, but what it has done for me recently is it's kind of reset my sugar cravings. I was kind of on a little bit of a sugar spiral. Nothing like super crazy where I'm eating like cake every night or anything, but just like my cravings were there. You know, I'm addicted to sugar just like anyone else in America pretty much. And I was noticing that it was just kind of taking over um, in a lot of ways in my thoughts and just preparing food and just what I'm thinking about. So it's really reset that and I'm not thinking about sugar. I'm not like craving certain things. I have done three 24-hour fasts, and surprising to me, they have were not as hard as I thought they were going to be. And the one other thing that I keep hearing over and over again in listening to people speak on intermittent fasting is that it's kind of like cleaning out garbage that's been sitting in your body. It's kind of like cleaning, cleaning out the gook. And if you think about things on a normal basis of us as humans, we're eating almost nonstop. The only time we're fasting is when we're sleeping and we're not giving our bodies that chance to clean stuff out, whether it be toxins or just all the things that are going on in our cells um, from a cellular level, just cleaning out, like really letting our body rest and clean out the bad stuff. So doing that has really been eye-opening to me that I am in more of control of the choices that I'm making for food. I don't feel as hungry I'm actually really surprising myself that I can do this because I never would have thought I could have went 24 hours without food. Now, I don't I don't want to say I'm going to do that all the time, but I did it three times so far and results were great. I'm, I'm not going to like, I haven't been weighing myself incessantly, but I can definitely tell my pants are fitting back on, which is a good thing. I don't feel like I'm starving myself. When my eating window is open, I'm eating the same healthy foods that I would normally eat. I'm not overindulging. I actually get full a lot quicker 
and I'm satisfied by more healthier foods. I'm trying to incorporate more uh, fermented foods that are good for your gut microbiome. I um, really found a love for sauerkraut, which is totally weird and random. Um, my husband's completely making fun of my obsession with sauerkraut at the moment, but it's good for your gut because it's fermented and things like that, like really trying to lean into listening to what my body is craving and also pairing that with some healthy fats. Like I love avocados, I eat an avocado every day, utilizing some good healthy oils and some good healthy butters and just really leaning into proteins and certain things. And on certain days of the month, it tells you to lean into a little bit more carbohydrates. So eating a little bit more vegetables that day, sweet potatoes, things like that, keeping it super healthy. And again, the one of the another one of the most surprising other things is that I'm craving healthier foods, right? Like not that I didn't before, but you know, if I saw a piece of cake, I might go for it. Whereas now I feel so good not eating it again that I'm back to where I used to be. And it's a really good feeling to, like I said, feel in control of what I'm eating, feeling like in control of my thoughts around food is really important. And having that healthy relationship where you don't feel like food is a constant thought. So I'm putting it out there. Like I said, I have experimented with a lot of different things and I have very much so poo-pooed intermittent fasting. Um, but I find an 18-6 to be super easy. I've done a couple 24s um, the week uh, leading up to your period. She actually does not want you to fast. So it's more like a 13-14 hour window. Again, I'm finding that super easy. And I'll get into this in another podcast, but I have given up eggs um, due to some skin issues that I'm kind of linking up. So skipping breakfast has actually been easy because I don't eat eggs anymore, which is kind of sad because I do love eggs, but that's a whole other thing. Um, it's not because I don't love them. It's not because I think they're unhealthy. It's because I think I found the link to my acne, but that is a whole nother issue. But giving up breakfast has been easy for me, and then I try to eat dinner a little bit like earlier. And honestly, with the kids' sports schedules right now, it's been pretty easy to do as well because we are not eating together. So it's not like I feel weird sitting at the table with my family not eating. I am just not eating that late. I'm just trying to end eating basically when I get home from work around four or five. So it's been pleasantly surprising, honestly, for me that intermittent fasting has like I said, made me feel more in control of my body, my thoughts around food. And I definitely have lost some weight. I don't even know exactly how much, but my pants, like I said, are fitting better. I feel completely less bloated, more regular, just really leaning into healthier foods and feeling in control of my body, which is important. And I think that's something that maybe we don't talk about a lot. But if you are addicted to sugar or carbohydrates or things like that, you understand that feeling of feeling out of control where you're always hungry, you're craving things nonstop, and you almost feel like out of control of what you're putting in your mouth. I have been there. I understand. And there's times where, you know, it ebbs and flows certain times of the month, but this really has helped me hone into the fact that I don't even want those things. You know, I know they're not healthy for me. I know I'm not going to feel good after I eat them. And now I don't even want them. So utilizing intermittent fasting as a tool, like that's the key word, as a tool, in your health and weight loss journey, out of the, as of this very moment, I would give five out of five stars, which is, again, so surprising to me because, like I said, I have poo-pooed it a little bit on this podcast. But if you're anything like me where... 
you have different moments where you're looking for a tool in your toolbox and you don't know where to go, I definitely suggest the book called Fast Like a Girl, uh, Dr. Men- Mindy uh, Peltz, I think it is. Um, there's another great resource, some podcasts on intermittent fasting by women. Um, Cynthia Thurla was another one that does has a book on intermittent fasting for women. I've been listening to her podcast a lot. Um, again, just leaning into using this as a tool, basing it on your hormones, and really just helping reset all the inner workings of like food in your body, helping your microbiome, cleaning out the cellular trash, and knowing that like I'm doing good for my body by giving it a rest from digestion. Honestly, it needs a rest. We were, you know, our primal instinct is not to eat all day. And that's really something I'm leaning into is saying like, Way, way back, our ancestors, you know, feast famine, you know, they had times of there they didn't have food and our bodies are somewhat adapted to that. So I am just leaning into how good I feel right now. I'm going to continue down this journey and I will keep you guys posted. But I wanted to just take a couple minutes and share full transparency. You know, I struggle with my weight sometimes too, where it goes up more than I would like it to. But I'm staying committed. I am dedicated to my health journey and getting to where I'm going every single day. And I'm not going to let so much time go by and slip before I'm like willing to like hone, hunker down, look at what I'm doing, say, if this isn't working, what can I do to tweak it? And how can I improve? I'm always looking to get better. Not perfect. Consistency is key. And I hope that if you're on a health journey like I am, that maybe you give it another look. Maybe you give it a try. Maybe you read that book, Fast Like a Girl. Maybe you look into some resources on fasting, intermittent fasting. There's some great Facebook communities online too. Cynthia Thurlow has one and also um, the Fast Like Fast Like a Girl book does as well. Um, Jason Fung is a big speaker on fasting, not necessarily leaning it completely towards women, but definitely out there and speaking about fasting as being a tool in your toolbox. So utilize all these resources and just know yourself too. I think that is key. If you're like me and you're willing to say, I'm going to give this 30 days, why not? What do you have to lose? If you're looking for a tool that's going to work for your lifestyle and for you in the season of life that you're in, why not try it, right? That's that's always where I'm at, even on something I kind of poo-poo. I will never not try something. And I think that is a really, really good, you know, way to be because you just never know what's going to work for you. There's so many modalities out there. There There's so many ways of eating and living and thriving and knowing what works for you and what's best for your body in this specific season of life that you're in is sometimes tricky to know. So I, like I said, wanted to come out on this podcast and just let you guys know the real deal me, what I'm going through. and. Yeah, I, like I said, five out of five stars at this very moment for intermittent fasting and for me. And I will keep you guys posted on this journey. Feel free to reach out to me if I can help in any way. Uh, The email is hotmessmomhealth.gmail.com. And I hope you guys all have an amazing week. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.